I bless you today with mercy, grace, and peace in abundance. I hope you can feel that. It's certainly something the Lord wants for you, and I want it for you also. About 18 months ago, I spent four weeks suggesting that people that listen to Slingstones may want to donate to Healing Care Ministries to support this ministry. Haven't done it for 18 months and hadn't done it prior to that. But it's come that time again, and we have, gosh, several thousand people that listen. Uh, On any given month, we can have as many as 9,000 downloads. And I want to present that opportunity to you again. You will never have to pay to be part of Slingstones. You can listen to it, and you can uh, recommend it to your friends. Uh, You can download and share it in small groups, whatever you want to do. But it does have a cost. I don't get paid for doing this, but we have to have a producer and equipment and the ability to put this out. So if you find this helpful for this week and the next three weeks, I'm going to mention the opportunity for you to give. All you have to do is go to the Healing Care Ministries website. There's a place there that says donate. You can hit that button and it'll give you a couple options. I'd encourage you to give to the general fund, which will then support Slingstones. I am deeply appreciative of the fact that you listen, and that is a gift in itself. But if you feel led and you would like to support this ministry, and by the way, it's a ministry that goes out. We're now having people listen from 25 to 30 different countries. If you'd like to be part of that, you want to support that, if in a response of gratitude to what God may have spoken to you through it, then consider giving a gift. I'll be mentioning this three more times, then you won't hear it from me again for quite a while. But I do offer this as an opportunity for you to express gratitude to your Lord. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness and your grace. And you are generous to us so generous, beyond anything that we can ask or imagine. I pray for all the people listening, no matter where they are right now, that they would experience the wonder of your mercy and your grace, and that they would experience peace and abundance. Be with us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' strong name we pray. Amen. Do you have anything that is very, very valuable to you that you keep in a safe place? Maybe in a safe itself? I'm not talking about things such as your will or maybe the deed to your house, which I'm sure is valuable, or the title to your car. I mean some keepsake, something that's been handed down to you. I know that for me, I I never met my mother's father, my grandfathers were both gone very early. My, my mother only had her dad till she was uh, eight years old. But when he passed, a lot of things were given out to the rest of the family. But it ended up that coming down to me were two things. A weathered wallet that only had within it his driver's license and a gold pocket watch a railroad pocket watch. I've 
treasured that ever since my mother handed it to me when I was probably 21 years old. And it's in a very, very safe place. And it's there because of what it means to me, and I'm going to hand it on down to my children. And it's one of the only things I have that my grandfather touched. And so, therefore, it's important to me, and it's hidden. And I wonder if you have those kinds of things. And I wonder if you know that our Lord has done the exact same thing. He's taken something that is very, very precious to him, and he's hidden it. I, I want to read you the scripture because it has a lot to do with, with you. The scripture says this, and I want you to hear it. It comes out of Colossians chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Ready? For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. There's a lot of mystery wrapped up into this teaching, and I hope I can say some things that are clear, but I'm going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to help there because this is a complex topic, but I think it's important for us to recognize. You and I have life. We can say about ourselves, I am. I exist. I have being. I have essence. I am an animated human being. And I am distinct in many ways. Now, add to all that things such as what I do with my life, how I invest it, a sense of how am I spending the days of my life. That's another aspect. And then there are the things that happen to me, happen to me because I have initiated or happen to me because of others. We all experience failures and success. We will have sickness. We'll encounter accidents. We'll have moments of serendipity and joy. All this is part of our life. But what I believe Scripture is saying to us is that the essence of our life, the fact that we are alive, that we have being, that we are distinct, is hidden in Christ. There are a lot of ways in which the evil one and others, life around us can impact us. But because we are in Christ, the one thing that cannot happen is that our essence will be taken away. Because who we are is hidden in Christ. Our life is hidden in Christ. And that's despite of everything that I might experience here in this world. There is this truth that I am in Christ, that I have an eternity life, that I don't just have eternal life, I can live eternity life, and that all of that is hidden with Christ, where Christ is right now, in this place of authority, 
And what's exciting about that thought is it will never be lost. You see, just like I want to keep some things precious to me in a very safe place, Jesus is keeping the fact that you exist, you, you are hidden so that no one can ever take that. Regardless of the events that surround you, when eternity comes, your being, it will be sustained. And I think there's something about that that is unbelievably profound. And the other thing this scripture says is that not only is my life hidden with Christ, it says my life is hidden with Christ in God. It's as though God has taken your essence and my essence, the fact that I am, that you are, and first thing he did, he hid it in Christ. That's the first safe. And then he took that safe and hid it inside of another safe, which is the Trinity itself. Your life is hidden within the Trinity. And what the scripture is saying is that we ought to think about that. We ought to set our minds on that. There are times, it, it's just a fact that when the day-to-day -day issues of life come barreling in at us, we begin to feel, I begin to feel insecure. I begin to feel vulnerable. I ask questions about how this is all going to turn out. Those aren't illegitimate, but there's something greater than that. And that, that is this recognition that not only has Jesus saved us, he is preserving us within himself because our very life is hidden within him. Let, let me try to get this to you again. I hope you're hearing this, that you, the essence of who you are, once again, your being, your, your distinction is all hidden in Christ. Do you know what that means? You will never get lost. There's not going to come a time like often happens in our home when we go, where is that? That won't happen when it comes to you. There'll never be, where is? And then your name. Because you will never be lost because you're hidden in Christ, hidden within the Trinity. You will never cease to have life because you have received through Christ eternal life. That right now, in this very unsafe world, the essence of who you are is being held in a very safe place. Not just a safe place, but a place of love. You see, my life, my being, my essence, the fact that I am, is being kept. The I am of you. What God thought of before the foundations of the world. What he called forth right from his own heart. What he watched as you were created, as scripture said, in that inner place. That's all held in Christ. And it's a glorious thought that should sustain us. 
when things are very, very difficult. Right now, in these days, there's a dear family and a dear friend holding on to Jesus as someone they love very, very much is preparing to take hold of Jesus' hand and step into eternity. And from a human perspective, it appears as though a life has ended. But that's not what Scripture tells us. The life of that precious person who so many of us love has now stepped into glory and was always held firmly within the heart of Jesus himself. The ramifications of this are grand because it should help us move through the difficult times of life, have hope for the future, even when clouds come in, feel that touch of joy because there's something we know. Yes, it's true. I'm here, right here before this microphone doing this podcast, but my being and essence is well-preserved in a very safe and loving place within the heart of Christ, held firmly by the Trinity itself. I hope you will think about that. And today it will allow the birth of hope and the birth of joy. You are in God's original and eternal safe place. And on that day when kingdom comes and I am safe in your arms raptured by 